Hey guys, it's the good buddy Lunchbox here, just doing a, uh, a you know, taking a few to do a creeping quickie for you guys. Now, uh, Mistress Meg is not actually going to be on this one, uh, mainly because this topic is just really not her bag, and um, and she's actually back at home sleeping right now. Uh, as I'm recording this, it is about 3.30 in the morning on uh, November 29th, uh, you know, the blackest day in November, which is Black Friday. Um, so, <laughs> it, you know, but it really, uh, yeah, I, I wanted to try and uh, take a little bit of time, you know, maybe get up and, you know, do some shopping and see what, what things I could find. And so uh, I decided to take my happy ass on down to Walmart, go bebopping around, and lo and behold... I don't find anything like there is nothing that I want. And I kind of feel like a jackass because, you know, I woke up so early. And so I was like, you know what? I'm going to go down to like GameStop and, you know, Target and see. But because they opened up at, you know, 3.30, you know, on Thanksgiving, you know, they ended up closing at 10 p.m. So now they're opening at 7 a.m. So now I feel like an extra jackass, jackass deluxe, if you will, because I could have gone to bed and just woken up a little earlier and just taken my happy ass on down. But you know what? I'm okay because not only is it Black Friday, but it is the release of the new Cattle Decapitation album, Death Atlas, which I have been super pumped about. So I figure, you know what? I'm just going to go ahead and walk around Walmart, blast this, you know, Death Atlas, and just take a listen to it and see how I like it. And ladies and gentlemen, I like it a lot. It's it's a banger. And uh, so, you know what? I was like, you know what? I think I'm going to do a little creeping quickie and, uh, and just talk about it a little bit. Now, uh, just to give you guys a, a good little little background into my metal upbringing you know i definitely grew up uh basically in a skating rink uh my mom she was a manager at one of the rinks and so every day after school she would just pick me up and then i would go throw on some music put on some skates and just get to getting um so i mean it, it's like i grew up with everything from uh, funk to old school hip hop, techno, punk, hardcore, you name it. It's good. Um, now my dad, he was always into, uh, you know, classic rock and metal. So those legends like, uh, Van Halen, Rush, Iron Maiden, Judas Priest, you name it. He was into it. So, you know, I wasn't really introduced into metal until my cousin's friend, uh, who was also a preacher's son, you know, go figure. Um, you know, he actually introduced me into that world of metal. So he actually started me off with bands like Corn uh, and Manson, uh, Pantera, Deftones, things like that. So now these bands were my total gateway into everything metal, especially when I'm like, you know, eight years old, like this is just blowing my mind. Now I shortly became a student of metal, you know, in all genres of, you know, from classic hair, thrash, new metal, rock, you know, just, you name it, it was there. Whatever money I possibly had, you know, from doing chores and birthdays and Christmas and whatever it was, 
I constantly was collecting albums. I had this massive CD book, and for any of you kids in the before times that know what I'm talking about, yet you had your own collections. Well, I had one of those big, massive ones that you just couldn't take around with you. Like it was, it was staying at home. That's what it was. Um, so I mean, there. But now, when I was younger, it's like I really could not stand death metal. I just, it just sounded like shit. It was just a ton of noise and I just didn't understand it. And, you know, I have found though that as I'm getting older and chubbier, my music's getting heavier as well. So I actually remember, um, you know, I think one of the first real interactions I had with, with death metal was, um, me and my best friend Brock went out to, uh, sounds of the underground and, we got there as Gwar was just getting on. Um, I've been a big Gwar fan, so I was super pumped to see them. But I was really there to see uh, Lamb of God, Azalea Dying, and I believe Chimera was on that one as well. And after Gwar came Cannibal Corpse. And I did not like it whatsoever. It sounded like they like they started playing and they did not stop. Like there were no breaks in, in whatever the songs were. And I remember right at the end, uh, George, uh, the vocalist, George Corpse Grinder, he goes, uh, he goes into his like, okay, this is our final song. And I was just like, wait, that was a, they played more than one song. Like I thought that was just a whole track. Like it, it just did not sound good to me. Now, shortly after that though, the band uh, Black Dolly Murder popped up, and that blew me away because, uh, again, it touched on all those thrashy tones that I really love. But then having those like the high pitched screeches and just the like it just it had everything for me. So I was immediately sucked into them, and that's the first time I really uh, was introduced to the Black Dolly Murder. So a few years later, after I've you know had some time actually listening to these heavier you know heavier bands, you know I did want to go ahead and give Cannibal Corpse that that second try and just really see if it would be something that I like because at this point I'm now really giving it a shot and like wanting to get and, and like again getting more into heavier and heavier heavier music. And it turned out where now Cannibal is probably one of my top bands for extreme metal. Like it's just everything they've done, their longevity. I am I am just a super Cannibal Corpse fan, and like I kind of kick myself for not liking them sooner. So I mean it's it's great, but in doing so, I also became a cattle decapitation fan. Um, because the more I listen to, to Cannibal Corpse, I want to find out, you know, find more bands and just kind of keep that, you know, learning branch going. And Cattle was one of those bands that popped up. And they are also now one of my top bands, too. So to give you guys a little bit of a bio on Cattle Decapitation, um, they were actually formed in San Diego or, uh, San Diego, California, and they were started by vocalist uh, Travis Ryan and guitarist Josh Elmore in 1996, uh, kicking it off with the Human Jerky EP. Now, with bands like Napalm Death and Carcass that really paved the way in the 80s and 90s, 
uh, era, you know, grindcore, it was actually really no surprise that, you know, cattle just followed right in those dirty footsteps. Now, they did get slapped with, you know, so many of those stupid genre labels, like, like you know, many of them, really, it's like they did fit in those labels because they took from all these different inspirations and made it their own. So, um, I mean, they were called... Uh, you know, grind core, death grind, tech death, uh, gore grind, which is just, it, it, like I said, it just fits for what they're doing. So now, uh, you know, Cattle to Cap uh, currently have seven albums, uh, starting off with 2002 uh, to Serve Man, and they have pretty much kept it consistent with their song topics uh, that actually protest the abuse of environmental, uh, you know, environmental situations. And, uh, like animals and animal testing and things like that. So, uh, but the, the great thing is that they actually put a twist on it. So they put humans in those situations that are, you know, bad for the environment and things like that. So, but putting a really brutal and just murderous, uh, you know, kind of, a tone to, to the music. So, uh, now, <laughs> You can really tell uh, when you you get that new band or when a band starts out, like you kind of have that thing where they're just really trying to find themselves, and and the music does show. Now, Cattle to Cap, you know, started off with being just that br- just as brutal as possible, and some sloppy areas here and there, but it's just just trying to just get up that brutal. Now. Uh, maybe it could have just been, you know, problems with like production or uh, just songwriting or something, but it's just that something was just not spot on. But slowly it did actually, you know, get better. Again, it's one of those things. The more you play, the the better you're going to get. You're going to just kind of mold that craft, you know, perfectly. So, I mean, you know, slowly but surely they did evolve and, you know, I think it was like the next three albums, which was a humanure, karma, bloody karma and harvest floor, uh, really kind of started to find that, that groove that they wanted. Um, but it wasn't until monolith of inhumanity where they, that incredible flow finally was like, it was nailed down the writing, the production, everything just you know really started to come together now uh the vocalist uh, Travis Ryan he has always had you know just a very unique style and uh just super crazy guttural uh growls to that goblin scream it's just so good um now i've always called him the the golem of metal uh just because it, it, nobody sounds like him um uh, i think the closest it would maybe uh, Danny Filth from Cradle Filth, but still, Travis Ryan is just, just, just so good. Um, but now on uh, Monolith, you know, he started to actually add in his own little form of uh, kind of like a clean uh, melodic singing, and that's in air quotes, people. So it's not singing whatsoever. It's just more like this. Uh, like this goblin song like it's it's so it's it's very hard to explain but that's the best way that i that i got for you now uh <laughs> so 
when it came down to to Monolith, where you got songs like uh, Gristle Liquor, uh, Do Not Resuscitate, or even like that fan favorite, uh, Forced Gender Reassignment, and that is no joke, that is the, the way, that is the top song. Now, uh, I remember going to the uh, uh, Cannibal Corp show, and it had uh, Cattle Cap and uh, Sorception on there. And when Cattle played Force Gender Reassignment, the crowd went bananas. So much fun. I actually had to come out of pit retirement on that one. So, I mean, it was it was a lot of fun. Now, uh, you know, this kind of has to be where they started out. But once it got into the, the next album, which is the... The Anthropocene Extinction. This is where Cattle, you know, really just kind of hit it home, and uh, you know, understood that that's where that's where the success was. And this is actually probably one of my favorite Cattle albums. Uh, I mean, it's just got so many bangers on it. I mean, such as like uh, you know, Plagueborn, Mammals in Babylon, The Prophets of Laws, Pacific Grim, you know. Just to name a few, but really, I mean, there's just no bad song on the album, which is awesome. So, uh, I mean, really, with this, you know, with the the Anthropocene, they're just carrying it over into Death Atlas. I mean, it's just the production value is just so so damn good. I mean, the two singles that were released uh, earlier, you know, a few months ago, uh, just show that this is just going to be just 14 tracks of just pure hail. I'll tell you what. Uh, you know, it's just they just find a great flow, just going from that slow, brutal tempo, uh, just not breakdowns, just just bringing that tempo down, just transitioning right into that fast and vicious beats that uh, just goes straight to the face. I mean, Travis just gets better and better with each album, and uh, you know, the first tracks that were released was uh, "One Day Closer to the End of the World," and it's just a straight banger. I mean, from front to back, it's just. It just kills it. Uh, I mean, it's just got everything that that I mentioned before. But I mean, Travis brings his piggy guttural growls to that goblin scream, and then I'm I'm gonna call it the golem singing. Uh, but the guitars on this are also insane. I mean, Josh is just a beast, and and the drummer, uh, you know, David McGraw, the dude's got fucking calves of steel. Like the amount of cardio on this guy is is is. Oh my god! Like like I'm sweating just listening to it. So I mean, these guys are, are absolutely insane. I mean, uh, I've only like this album's only been out for a couple hours at this point. But I mean, the a couple of the tracks that I've actually really uh, you know started to enjoy is a uh, geocide um, when the uh, the album first starts off, it starts off with like a, an intro track or just like kind of like a filler track, which I absolutely hate, but you have geocide that just comes in and he's just got this scream that reminds me a lot of a uh, cannibal corpses, uh, vile. Um, and it's just, it, it just, it, it just comes right at you. Um, but another track that I, that I'm actually really digging right now is, um, it's, uh, with all disrespect, it is just three minutes that just sounds like a straight machine gun point blank to the face and just it, it slows down a little bit but then picks it right back up and it just gnarly. 
um another uh great song you know bring back the plague that was released uh as one of the singles super awesome song and again like i said that transition like they found that groove to where they could allow to um and and it's not like like gives you whiplash It, it just it brings in it with the the crazy fast and then it it slows the tempo down and then finds another tempo and then brings it back up and it's just a it just makes you ride the wave and they have a really really good flow through them um absolute uh, uh destitute was another really good one um that I'm digging and um you know be still or bleeding uh, hearts another really 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 great great track uh another one that's awesome is uh the title track death atlas but the thing that's crazy about this is it's fucking nine minutes, a nine minute track. And it's a straight bear. Like this thing is just a killer, killer song. So, I mean, but it's just one of those, like, even though it's nine minutes, it makes you pay attention. And it it really like, it's just, it's such a good album. So, I mean, I've been super happy with it now. Um, I mean, <sighs> It's like, as a man, that I just, I absolutely love lists. So, I mean, I, I have a top, you know, 5, a 10, 20 list for all types of shit. I mean, every year I do a, a top 20 albums of the year. So, I mean, this one is definitely going on that list pretty high up there. And I, and I really can't wait to really sit and live with this thing for a while. Um, now... You know, fun little, uh, you know, note about Cattle to Cap is that you know, they really don't take themselves too seriously when, when kind of serious situations pop up. And uh, a couple months ago, I came across an, a, uh, it's an indie rapper. His name is Teddy YG. And he actually put out a mixtape and he actually stole the Death Atlas cover art. And when I mean that he stole it, he literally just ripped this shit off and put, like, he took it and then put his name right over it. And it, it didn't even try. Um, so he actually put on there that, like, it was on Instagram and he, someone said, oh, way to steal, you know, cattle to cap, you know, way to steal the album cover. And he goes, oh, well, those guys owe me. I put them on the map. And it's like, they fucking owe me money and just, you know, they're whatever. And so Cattle Cap sees this and what they do is instead of going after him, they decide that, okay, well, we're going to go ahead and make some money off of this. So they take a screenshot of the Instagram post, make a t-shirt out of it, do a one day sale and sell the shit out. And it's so damn good and so damn funny. And so I, I was so happy about that. But <laughs> now, uh, real quick, uh, you know, as I mentioned, I do love doing some lists. So I, I really, uh, you know, not only wanted to talk about Cattle to Cap, but I wanted to uh, kind of give like a top five, um, you know, death metal albums that I enjoy. Uh, now, these are... Yeah, I, 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 like I said, I have a ton, a ton of music that I listen to. Uh, I mean, I absolutely love, like, love, you know, like, Death, Carcass, Obituary, Goreguts, uh, Cretopsy, Morbid Angel, uh, Entombed, Nile, Vomitory, Bolt Thrower, uh, 
I mean, emulsion, autopsy. I mean, like the list goes on and on, ladies and gentlemen. So these are, like I said, I listen to those, but these are my top five go-to death metal albums. So, I mean, I'll, let me start off here with an honorable mention. And uh, this will be uh, Whitechapel's A New Era of Corruption. So it's like I know a lot of death metal elitists uh, have feelings about deathcore. And, you know, I really could care less. I say that, I mean, if, you know, if, it, if, it, if it's heavy, it's death. It's, it's just extreme metal. So, I mean, I, I don't care if it's got, you know, breakdowns or anything like that. Like, I mean, I grew up as a hardcore kid, so I'm, I'm well accustomed to it. But, I mean, you know, this album is just so heavy and fast. And it's like, and Phil uh, Bozeman, the, uh, the vocals, he is so incredible. Probably one of my favorite vocal, uh, death metal vocalists. I mean, you can just hear the control that he has. And you can actually understand what he's saying while he's in that, like, super deep guttural and just screaming his lungs out and also on top of that he's got so much control he he actually sounds like he's rapping he's spinning death metal 16 bars it's insane uh like it's, it's just so so good um so i mean and i think one of my favorite uh tracks off of that album it has to be uh bleeding violence and and it's for that reason where he, you could use it he just spitting out just word after word after word and it's just so vicious it's it's really really good so now to start off with my uh, number five album we have a uh, bloodbath with nightmare made flesh so now bloodbath is your uh, death metal supergroup uh, from stockholm sweden uh, they uh, came together in 1998 and they are actually still going today but now because they're a supergroup you know, they are made up of a bunch of a successful death metal bands. So, you know, there's going to be scheduled conflicts and, you know, band members falling off and things like that. So Bloodbath has had some, you know, lineup changes throughout the years. But, you know, with, uh, I actually think it's actually kind of cool because you can have a rotating cast when need to and keep that longevity of the band. So uh, that's something always cool. But, you know, uh, really, uh, you know, with this lineup that they have, uh, going through for Nightmares Made Flesh, this is when I think they found that perfect sound. Like the production value got, uh, you know, super tight. Um, you could just tell, like, they had a good flow. It was, it was right, it was, I, I felt like it was right on the money for me. So it was just really damn good. Uh, my favorite tracks off of Nightmares is, uh, Feeding. Feeding the Undead and Soul of Veseration. Both those tracks are just so damn good. Uh, now, going into my number four, we got Dying Fetus with Reign Supreme. And yes, the name is awful. And it is meant to be that way. So, <laughs> it's slow your roll there. But, you know, this is just another band that I kind of feel like just doesn't really have that bad of an album. Um, I mean... This is just the one I just kind of gravitate to a lot. 
Um, but you know, they were formed in the, uh, the greater upper, uh, Marlboro, uh, Maryland in 1991. Uh, they have also had a number of lineup changes, but John Gallagher has been the main man since day one. Uh, Trey Williams and Sean Beasley have also been, uh, the longest running members, uh, to present day. And they just rip so hard. Uh, I mean, th- they transcend from everything from grindcore to tech death to hardcore music. So they really just blend so well uh, with everything together. I mean, they are just one of those death metal bands that just play around and just, it just, uh, the hooks of the song are the thing that, that get me the most. So, I mean, I just, I love everything about it. Like, uh, subjugated, uh, to a beating. Um, what, what else have we got? Uh, oh, the second skinned is great in the trenches and uh, revisionist, uh, revisionist past. I'm sorry. Like those songs are just absolutely killer. Uh, I mean, both, you know, both vocals are, uh, because you have a uh, Beasley and Gallagher that are just uh, going absolutely batshit crazy with both their death metal vocals. And it's just absolutely great. So uh, I absolutely love that album. And then for my number three pick, let me see here. What do we got? We got Cat on the Cap. Big surprise there. So it's the Anthropocene Extinctions, as I mentioned before. So, I mean, this one, Travis Ryan, like, he absolutely kills it. Um, all the vocals are absolutely insane. Uh, Josh Elmore, a beast on the guitar, and, you know, uh, Drew on drums. Like, everything was just so awesome, just as I mentioned before. Uh, favorite tracks off of this is you got Plagueborn, Mammals in Babylon, uh, and the Pro- Prophets of Loss. Super stellar. Awesome. Awesome album. Um, and then my number two album is Cannibal Corpse with Kill. So, now, as I said before, I could not stand Cannibal when I was, uh, you know, a young buck. So, but now, as I've you know, really kind of opened up and, and, you know, this, this has been a a couple years of, uh, running with cannibal. Like I, I've really, really become a, uh, a big cannibal corpse fan. Um, so now they did start off in Buffalo, New York, and then move their way down to, uh, you know, Tampa, Florida here. Um, so, and they started off in, uh, 1988 and they're actually currently into their 14th, uh, studio album. So now, uh, Kill is their 10th album that actually came out in 2006. Um, and this one was actually produced by, uh, Eric Rattan from, uh, Hate Eternal, which is another great band. But, uh, this, I, I don't know what it was about it, but like just the way that I think Eric helped kind of, uh, produce it and, and, kind of help structure with uh with paul and uh alex webster you know i i think it really just kind of found that that good cannibal corpse groove i mean because a lot of times like i mean they don't change their their ways like they just they're on a straight path and they just kind of keep on going down that dusty trail so with this one i think they they really really found a good groove i mean like i said you got uh you know paul uh i mean on on the kit like he's just giving the you know standard Cannibal Corpse uh, blast beats, and then you got Alex Webster on bass, which is you know, he's probably one of my favorite bass metal or you know 
metal bass players ever, if I could talk. And then uh, Pat, I mean, he is absolutely insane. I, I, I love watching him play. Like, it's just, I don't know how anybody could play that fast and that technical. And it's so good. It really bumps me out what happened to him. And I really hope that he, uh, he you know, doesn't make a full-blown recovery and, and uh, you know, just gets back on the road because, you know, we definitely miss him. Eric uh, Rattan is uh, taking over for him right now. But, I mean, those guys are such road dogs. And, I mean, Eric's a great fit. But it's like, man, I, I, I do miss Pat. I do miss seeing him. So, uh, wish him all the best. And now, my last and number one pick of all time is the black dolly murder with nightbringers now uh the bdm in my opinion is uh you know i said they're my great my gateway band but you know it's like pretty much their entire catalog is my number one like i can just hit shuffle on anything and just let it ride like it does not no no bad albums for me so but when i had to like pick one I kept going back between Nocturnal and Nightbringers. And both have so many amazing tunes, but I kept finding myself really just kind of coming back to Nightbringers. So, uh, you know, the, the band does uh, currently hold uh, uh, Trevor Strannard, uh, you know, on some amazing vocals. Uh, the hilarious of uh, Brian. Uh, uh, Eschbach, I believe is how it's uh, it's pronounced, on guitar, and uh, the, the fucking drum machine of Alan Cassidy, and Max Lavelle on bass, uh, and, and the latest guitarist, Brandon Ellis, too. Everybody in this band, you know, just puts in that work, and they just add something to it for their own. Like, it's so awesome to see. And if you've never actually seen... BDM before go and find them on YouTube and you can actually pull up like a lot one of their live DVDs and you can actually see the whole live set and then you can see like all their kind of like backstage antics the dudes are funny some bitches like I love watching those guys just because they're just everyday dudes just doing what they love and it's it's awesome um I think for my top tracks for this album uh, we're going to go Nightbringers, Kings of the Night World, uh, Widowmaker of Spectre and Snake, of uh, God and Serpent. Um, I mean, it, it's just, it's just so good. And, oh, and the, the track As Good as Dead. Holy shit. The sweeping guitar solos at the beginning of As Good as, it, as, as Dead is so killer. And it's just, like I love listening to like I, I just want that as my ringtone like it's just so good, but but there you go man like that like the BDM boys like you just can't go wrong it's just so good, but but I mean but there you go you know that's uh that's my top five go to death metal albums um so I mean I have so many albums I listen to on a daily but those are the ones that just gravitate all the way but as far as uh for cattle to cap um i mean if you do happen to to listen to this album and then check them out i mean go and support uh you can find them on uh, apple music spotify uh really anywhere you download music uh if you still use napster whatever it is i don't limeware none of that shit it even exists anymore but uh but you also but really 
support, support, support by actually going to cattledecap.com, uh, metalbladerecords.com, or indiemerch.com and just buying the shit out of their merch and their CDs. Like, support them. Get them on the road. Um, but yeah, I mean, but as far as that goes, I mean, you know, I just want to thank you guys for listening to me, you know, jabber on about death metal. Um, but you can always catch me and uh, Mistress Meg every Tuesday as we drop a new episode for you guys, uh, for your ear holes. And, uh, you know, you can find us on the social media platforms at, uh, Facebook and Instagram at Creepin' It Real. And that is, uh, R-E-E-L as in movie reel. And uh, also, too, I mean, we love hearing from you guys. So, I mean, if you guys have any uh, movie suggestions or even music suggestions, like stuff you want me to check out, you know, you can actually email us uh, at uh, cm at gmail.com if I could talk. And then, uh, you know, also, too, we do have a bunch of amazing merch. So, I mean, I, uh, you know, I'm a graphic you know, artists. So, I mean, I actually produce all of our designs. So, uh, I mean, you can go there, go to, uh, creeping it dot and, uh, I mean, we got everything from, you know, uh, men's and women's t-shirts, uh, V-necks, baseball tees, hoodies, lightweights, heavyweights, um, Shit, I mean, everything from, like, small to 3X and, like, 17 different colors. You pick a design, pick a size, pick a color, and it's yours. You're good. Um, and then also, too, I mean, there's, you know, mugs, tumblers, stickers, uh, wall decor, like, bath mats. Like, it's they got so much shit on there that you can customize to your own liking using all my artwork. So, go and help support the show. Uh, I mean, if you love us and we love you, so I mean, yeah, we will. I mean, you look good in a creeper whale shirt. I'm just saying, I'm just saying, it looks good on you. So let's let's get some on you. So uh, you know, just go and support. Like I said, it's at at creepinareal.redbubble.com, or if you go to Instagram, we got a direct link for you. Just you know, go ahead and click the some bitch. But I mean, but that is it for me today. Uh, again, thanks for you know sitting around for this creeping uh, creeping quickie on uh, death metal and cattle to cap, and go check out Death Atlas. It is dropped right now, so get on it. Uh, but again, friends, that is all for me. Smash that subscribe button, leave us a rating, and uh, show us some love. And uh, you know, we'll keep treating you the way we treat you. Thanks for listening, and uh, I've been the uh, the good buddy Lunchbox. We love you. Keep it creepy, and uh, stay brutal.